voices on biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak! Pol Pot Pie! I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Morning and Aloha Biscuiteers. You got it dialed into the Truth Network right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. But right now, for the next fun fact filled hour, we are the voice of Gravy. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, the incorrigible Vincent Fody, Vincent Archangel Fody, <laughs> in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater this morning. Biscuit is right here. I cannot be couraged. The biscuit is right here, and you are right here. Whether you're listening in your car, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, we appreciate you being a part of the Biscuit and Gravy Nation. All the gravy gals out there. Give up on the gravy. All the biscuit boys. We took a week off last week, so we have only an exclusive episode you can listen to at BiscuitWars.com. Last week's episode had too much truth podcasts. in it. Too much truth. And too much whiskey. Yeah, yeah. DJ Tony Two Tokes doesn't want me to drink whiskey and scotch in the studio kitchen. Yeah, I don't think we're allowed to drink the, while we're on the, the radio. The corporate shills here at uh, the lovely public broadcast radio station that has given me a, a career for six years doesn't want me to do drugs on the radio. But we do have what we would call a streaming-only episode, and you can find that at BiscuitWars.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Mm. We're on Stitcher. We're on all of those. Just look us up, Biscuits and Gravy 808. Don't forget to like, listen, subscribe. We are two Maui comedians. Oh, baby. And we are so excited to be bringing this 305th episode. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. We have one heck of a doozy on the show today. I got a new Universal Yum Box. That's right. My Food of the Month Club came in, and I can't wait to unbox it. I'm looking forward to that. And then don't forget, at the end of the show, we're also going to do Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. What's that? when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. So I am the smartest buffalo in the room, bro. If you have any trivia questions that you want to email to Chuck, email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com, and we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Isn't yeah, that fun? You got any nudes, too? You can send them my way, too. Looking at you, John boy. And uh, don't forget to uh, send the answers as well. I don't want to look up the answers to your trivia questions. Send me the question and the answer, please. No! Because then you go on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia is like a homeless person. They're always asking for a dollar. I'm looking at you, Jennifer in Tacoma, Washington. Jennifer in Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> but uh, since we're at the top of the show, let's do a little housekeeping. You're at the top of the show, you housekeeping we son of a Gunderson. Sh- we should mention that, Chuck, you and I are both Maui-based comedians. Yep. And uh, we have been participating in that very fun, uh, very exciting open mic that they have at Gilligan's. Gilligan's? Because for a long time, us Maui comedians, we didn't really have a home. We were like nomads, kind of wandering from place to place. We're too hot to handle, baby. We were comedic nomads. And so we finally found a place where we got settled in that seems like it's going to be a little bit more of a permanent spot. We're over at Gilligan's. Uh, that's over where it used to be called Kono's. And then Sunsets. And then it was called Sunsets. Uh, and now it's called Gilligan's. Third time's a charm, baby. It's on that golf course that used to be called LA Air, and now it's called something else. Um, 
<laughs> but those John are John Boy. You do have the okay to send nudes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but that is every Tuesday night from like eight. Yeah, eight thirty. I think sign up is at eight. Time o'clock. has no meaning, Vincent Fody. Sign up is at eight o'clock. It's supposed to start around eight thirty. I don't think. I think last night it didn't start till about nine. And it went to 11. And it went to 11. And guess who was there last night? Who? Friend of the show, Willie Simon. Whoa, from from Willie Simon, did he get laid last night? And also from Call to Action with Willie Simon. And his own Almost As Good As This podcast, Two Dumb Babies? Two Dumb Babies. <laughs> yeah, so he was back on island very briefly. He was He's only in town for like a day or two. Lame. Uh, just to handle some business, but... We did get to see him at Open Mic, and so that was always a great time. I love hanging out with Willie, and I love watching hanging him do comedy. He's one of my favorite Maui comedians. He is. Today's show is brought to us in part by Tom Holland's Hollandaise. Do you want something white and creamy? Think Tom Holland's Hollandaise. I think we can come up with a better tag for okay. that. We're working on it. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Vladimir Putin's Hard Apple Cider. Want to feel good? Putin Cider. Today's show is brought to us in part by Greta Thunberg's Icebergs, while supplies last. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one. Um, also, if you're a comedy fan, you're probably no stranger to Joe Coy, especially if you live on Maui. Friend of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Joe Coy, as you might know this, I know we always toot our own horns here that we are Maui-based comedians, but I got to open up for Joe Coy, and oh, yeah. Joe Coy got to open up for you. Joe Coy, this is a this is technically true. Joe Coy opened up for me one time. My middle name is technically true. Back when we were still doing our, <laughs> back when we were still doing our open mic. Uh, back in the day at Threes. Threes. At Trees Bar and Grill. Comedy comes in threes. Joe Ayo. Coy showed up to the open mic and was like, hey, do you mind if I do 10 minutes? He was talking to Willie. And Willie's like, "Uh, yeah, you can do 10 minutes. He's like, you can do whatever you want, Joe Coy. And so everybody was already signed up, and I was last. And so <laughs> Joe Coy, when he decided to go up, he went up right uh, before I was supposed to go up. Yeah, and, and he, so, did, he did a, a long five. So he got <laughs> up. 38 minutes. And he got up. He did like 10 like ten tight minutes that he was he was getting ready to go on the Tonight Show or something like two days later. So he does like a good 10 minutes or whatever. And then I think that they're just going to end the show. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we got one more person. Uh, welcome, Vince Fody. And I was like, what? <laughs> I have to go up and follow Joe Coy. So that was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. I got to. It was fun. I did okay. Yeah. I didn't do. I didn't. He did do... a long time. He was about to do a show at the Blaisdale. He sold at the Blaisdale in Oahu eleven days in a row. Yeah, and so he <laughs> he had like seven shows booked at the Mac, and then he added like more shows. Mm. I think he's got like nine shows or something. He first, got that biscuit bump. First baby. he had like five shows, then he added two more, then he added like two more. So he's doing like two shows a night for like five nights in a row or something. Love Joe Coy. Quite the family guy. So he if has you're a, a Joe Coy fan, he's going to be at the Mac July 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Movie coming out at a very inappropriate time about Easter. It's coming out like next month. <laughs> and he's married to Lizard Queen herself. Is that uh, about Chelsea Easter? Lately. I thought that was just about uh, Filipinos. It's about Filipinos on Easter. It's like an it's like an entirely the, Filipino joke based movie that's yeah, coming out with, right? The entire movie is about Easter is like the Filipino Super Bowl. Yeah, that'll do well in Hawaii. It'll, yeah, it'll do well everywhere because Joe Coy's funny. This is his. This Talking is everything he knows. This is his spot. Yeah, Joe Coy always does well in Hawaii. 
Uh, also, if you're a comedy fan and you're not Filipino, Nate Burgates is coming July 22nd, and Jim Jeffries is coming August 5th. So lots of comedy lined up at the Mac coming up in the next uh, month. You'll see me having fun at the Jim Jeffries show. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. a friend of the show, Rhonda Hansen. Uh, Got us she, tickets. <laughs> she, did she get us tickets or I did mean, her husband get us tickets? I, I mean, whatever. They're married. <laughs> they both bought each other. I'm never paying her back. They both bought each other <laughs> tickets for their anniversary present accidentally. Mm. It's like an O. Henry story. They both bought each other tickets. So now they, they're going to give one uh, sets of tickets to us. So thanks, Rondo. It reminded me of the time that I pawned my socks in to get a sweater for my wife. And my wife pawned her sweater to get me some socks. I don't think that fits. That's not a story. Is that, that like Gift of the Magi or something? That would be like if uh, if sh- you cut your feet off to oh, buy a sweater. And she cut her <laughs> sweater off to cut me some feet. <laughs> <laughs> to buy you socks. <laughs> no, because it was uh, the gr- she, the lady, she sold her hair. Oh, right. To buy something for her husband, and he sold her thing his thing to buy her golden combs for her beautiful hair. Golden combs? Yeah. Well, it was a different time. People really didn't have that much. <laughs> you think it's hard buying an anniversary present now? Imagine that. Imagine back when the only thing that existed was combs <laughs> and gruel. Did, did people forget their anniversaries in the 1500s? Maybe maybe they didn't even celebrate them at all. Oh, that's rad. Let's go know. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chuck. Yeah? Uh, you want to hear about a conspiracy? Are we doing housekeeping as well? Um, is housekeeping done? I think housekeeping's done. Great. Let's do a good conspiracy. Unless you got anything you want to talk about. Let's talk. I think I'm good. Let's talk about a conspiracy that just happened. This just happened recently. Disgraced former sergeant at arms Michael Stanger died. Hold on. The January 6th guy? So Michael Stanger was the sergeant at arms who was in charge of security at the Capitol building at the time of the Capitol riots on January 6th. And uh, you know how there's... um, there's this little thing going on right now in Congress where they're having uh, some sort of hearing about the Capitol riots. Yeah, I think it's being overshadowed by, you know, women's rights being taken away. But I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Well, that's also happening. But so Michael Stenger, he was a very big part of the January 6th riots because it was his failings that led to the security breach. And he he claimed that it was due to uh, a lack of knowledge and foreknowledge about what was going to happen, even mm. though these people were openly plotting on social media platforms and it was well known what was going to happen. Um, it's also really weird that um, Trump also like didn't they cut security that day too? Yeah, and then also when the National Guard was supposed to be called in and Trump specifically was saying, do not call the National Guard. They only call the National Guard in if uh, black people are protesting cops killing people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. If it's like some sort of minority group fighting for equal rights or something, that's when you got to call the National Guard and beat some people up. If it's a bunch of simple white folk, you know, trying to kill Gam Gam Pelosi. Then that's when you, you hold back. If it's Lauren Gogert, heiress to the Gogert fortune, and she's texting <laughs> out live tweets of Nancy Pelosi's location in the Capitol building during the riots. Bro. That's insane fine. Insane in the membrane. That's fine. She's not a traitor to insane. our country. Insane. Well, also, also, there was a bunch of Republican uh, congressmen that requested 
pardons from Trump directly <laughs> after the Capitol. So that might be a I little bit of a red flag. I didn't do anything wrong, but I am requesting a pardon. So, yeah, it's weird. If you've been watching these Capitol riot hearings, it turns out that uh, the Congress just found something out. It turns out that uh, these attacks starting to look like they were coordinated and perpetrated by uh, Donald Trump and his supporters. I don't know if I believe that he's coordinating anything. And, I mean, and this was something in general. This is something that the rest of the American public knew since. Um, hold on, let me check my notes here. Uh, January sixth, yeah, was when the rest of us figured that out. So Congress was a little bit slow on that one on the draw. So I'm hearing that Trump was having a a speech, and someone said, "Hey, you know, like you people coming to this have a bunch of weapons," and he's like, "Yeah, that's cool." And so anyway, I'm the, actually going <laughs> to tell them to kill Pence anyway. So this is going <laughs> to go hand in hand. You know where you're not ablo- allowed to bring weapons to, though? An NRA meeting. <laughs> Isn't that funny that they, they banned guns at the NRA meeting that they had mm. in Texas? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, disgraced former Sergeant Arms Michael Stenger died recently. Oh. And uh, they came out and said it wasn't because of uh, anything suspicious. But they also, always great when they come out with hey nothing suspicious. But he here. he mm. also his body was not examined by the medical examiner, mm. and they won't say how he died. So uh, mm. <laughs> no red flags mm. there. Did Trump have Michael Stenger assassinated to cover up his? Ev- I mean, what do you think? Or did Gam Gam Pelosi have him assassinated because <laughs> he had information that was going to clear Trump's name? Gam Gam. What do you think? What do you think's more? Uh... I think they probably just you think died. It was Hillary? Is Hillary still killing people? Hillary <laughs> <laughs> and the Clintons? Or, or, or did she retire? What do you I, think? I think the fad of blaming the Clintons for everything is you think slowly Hillary, starting to go away. Do you think like Hillary uh, is like uh, one of those action movie heroes where she's like retired and she's just in the woods chopping wood and everything? And then a, <laughs> like, a Secret Service vehicle pulls up. They're like, we need you to come out of retirement yeah, for one we, more job. We need you to suicide one more person. <laughs> Hillary's on the case. She has to kiss Bill Clinton. She's he's like, you promised that you weren't going to do this anymore. <laughs> His face just filled with varicose veins. <laughs> Bill Clinton looks terrible. Yeah, dog. He's running out of children to eat. Duh. He's running out of adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. <laughs> now that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, he's running out of adrenochrome to keep himself young and fresh. It's going to be, we're going to see a lot of old people getting older now that Ghislaine went Maxwell's in jail. And and I heard hot off the press that uh, Art oh, hold Kelly... on, blow the uh, blow the uh, railroad whistle. Sure, this is follow up junction <laughs> material. So follow up junction, we got some information for you. Ghislaine Maxwell, who we covered ad nauseum while that whole thing was That's... going down, uh, she just recently got sentenced. So anybody that was uh, concerned about Ghislaine Maxwell not getting in trouble, uh, she finally is going to jail permanently, and uh, she's been sentenced to twenty years. And then we found out just an hour ago that R. Kelly also got sentenced. How terrible is it that, drip, like, drip, that, drip. I mean, th- I was in middle school, grade school, that, like, 10, 20 years ago, we were making jokes about him peeing on very young people, children. And it's all like, I mean, growing up, you heard Michael Jackson jokes forever, right? right. Ha, 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 pedophilia. Yeah, it's weird. It was like all of a sudden... People were like, hey, wait a second. Remember when you did that and everybody knew about it? Maybe you should have gotten in trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> it came out and everybody was like, oh, that R. Kelly. 
What a scamp. Yeah. <laughs> now, if the same 13-year-old committed a crime, they would I be mean, charged Michael, as an adult. Michael Jackson did get hauled into court a couple times. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he was not arrested yes, ever. Yes, he, he did. Uh, so they... People did try to hold him accountable somewhat. It's the same thing with Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris and Bill Cosby. Like, Hannibal Burris didn't accuse Bill Cosby of anything. He just had a joke. He just reminded everybody about it. And then everybody was like, oh, yeah, Bill Cosby, what was all that about? And then <laughs> and then Bill Cosby ends up going to jail. Is he out of jail? Didn't he get yeah. out of jail? So he paid the people off the first time, like 10 years ago. So he shouldn't have been sentenced to jail uh, because that's called double jeopardy. You can't get charged with the same crime twice. Right. Yes. I've seen the movie with Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Who was in that movie? It was Tommy Lee Jones and like, um, who was the actress in that movie? Catherine Zeta-Jones. No, it wasn't. And then she, she kills her husband. And then uh, who's in the movie Double Jeopardy? <laughs> it was she got charged with murder because the husband faked his death, so she got charged with murder. And then she gets out, and she finds out that her husband is still alive because he faked his death. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. So then Ashley Judd hunts him down and kills him. And they're like, "Well, you can't go to jail for killing somebody because you already went to jail for killing him." Yep. And uh, Bill Cosby did the same thing too. He hunted down women. He, and Ashley Judd is hunting down Bill Cosby. He went as from we speak. that would be. I'd love to see that movie, dude. I would watch a movie where <laughs> Ashley Judd hunts down Bill Cosby <laughs> and then murders him. I don't think he's that hard to catch. He can't even walk anymore. That's what they want. You to Just think. put the brakes it's on. Like his... Weinstein is pretending to be like can't walk and can't can't be blind. He's like, oh, oh look at me! I could oh. never abuse eighty thousand people trying to get into the Hollywood movie scene. <laughs> I think you should be able to. I mean, call me an ageist, whatever you want. I think you should be able to throw old people in prisons. You want to hear something else for follow up junction? Sure. Biscuits are bread. Yeah, it's a quick bread. <clears throat> so we last uh, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago we posed the question. Of whether or not biscuits were bread, because as you know, if you go online and you're talking to the grilled cheese community of people on the internet who are very who are very okay, so enthusiastic gonna, about grilled cheese, I'm going to interject here right now. First time I've ever cut you off in the biscuits and gravy show, but these grilled cheese enthusiasts on the internet are grilled cheese radical fundamentalists, Vincent Fodi. Well. They're just very passionate about their grilled cheese. And they they're, will they will say that if you that, put ham on it, it's not a grilled cheese anymore. They're, they're very big on semantics. So they said if you put Is sushi a burrito? If it's anything besides cheese and bread, then it's technically a melt. So if you have a patty melt or a ham and cheese melt or anything like that, then that's called that's technically called a melt. So for a pure, so there's no lobster grilled cheese, Vincent Fodi. For, for grilled cheese purists, they would say you can you can use any type of cheese or multiple cheeses, and you can use any type of bread, but it has to be bread and cheese to make it a grilled cheese. Hmm. So my question was, is a biscuit bread? Because what and I actually took this question to the internet and uh, I did a little poll and uh, I uh, tested the waters and I found out that uh, undeniably people came back with a resounding yes biscuits are bread. We also had our internet go their own on thing. and do do some research on it as well. And there's a big difference between bread and it is a bread, but it's a quick 
bread. Okay. You don't need it to make it uh, rise. You don't need to prove right, it. Right, right. I learned that from the Great British Bake Off. Yes, of course. Yeah. So it's very apropos that we are the Biscuits and Gravy Show because we don't let anything go to proof, right? <laughs> you know, proofread. Actually, I have to sign a contract every morning that we've proofread all our statements. And then I yell about <laughs> lizard people and Hillary Clinton coming out of retirement <laughs> to suicide somebody. But she does. Right? What was I mean, the, the name claims of the guy? do kill people. What was the name of the lawyer guy? Vincent somebody? <laughs> Vince? She killed a Vince. Yeah. As a member of the Vince community, I don't care for that at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. Oh, here's another follow-up junction. Killing Vince Vody on the Biscuits and Gravy <laughs> Show. Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly presented in a part by Pierce Brosnan's earrings from golden eye to golden ear. Get pierced. Today's show is brought to us in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. Today's show is brought to us in part by Amber Heard's Turds. Want to break up with your boyfriend? Get Amber Heard's Turds. The writing is on the wall. Today's show is also provided in part by Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. Funny hey, Chuck, <laughs> you know what I like about Most Deaf's Hearing Aids? They're black on both sides. They're black on both sides. All righty. Now, way, Killing Vince sounds like a new uh, Bill O'Reilly book. <laughs> it's like, right, he's really scraping the bottom of the barrel on this one. I'm uh, I'm rereading a, a classic favorite. It's, uh, it's called The Tea Party Revolution. Everything you need to know about the Tea Party and more. I want to write... <laughs> I want to write a book called Killing Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> it's just a, a book about the decline of his career. Yeah. Well, Didn't he get into a feud with like Ludacris one time? That's Ludacris! <laughs> also, you can't make this stuff up. He also doesn't know how tides work, remember? No, he does not know how the motion of the <laughs> ocean like, works. Tides go up, tides go down. You can't explain that. It's like, like, no, Bill O'Reilly he... has never heard about the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bill O'Reilly mashup with... Uh, can you beat a fifth grader? Right? <laughs> Are you stronger than a dog? <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows from uh, 30 Rock. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us in part by Uretha Franklin's Vasectomy Clinic. R-E-S-P-E-C-T will cut you where you touch to pee. Today's show is also brought to us by Britney Spears Haircutting Scissors. For the best in shears, get Britney Spears. <laughs> um, let's do another, another follow-up junction. Um, sure. Next last... stop on the Biscuits and Gravy Train today is... Follow-up junction! Toot toot. Hold so la <laughs> <laughs> last, last week was Juneteenth, and uh, I think previously, a year ago, when we were talking about Juneteenth, we talked about some people that got in a little bit of trouble for Juneteenth. Uh, I believe it was Ikea. Do you remember that story? <laughs> I do. So remind our listeners about Ikea. So Ikea decided to do like... In, in in Atlanta, Georgia, no less. In their cafeteria in Ikea, they decided to do like a Juneteenth food special in their cafeteria. And they decided to make it, um, I believe it was fried chicken and watermelon. Something Bro. like that. Bro! And uh, it's just, first of all, I mean, that's tone deaf at best. Mm. Right? Uh and then this year... It's a tone-deaf stereotype. So la last year, we said, like, hey, guys, don't do Juneteenth-related food specials because no matter what you do, it's going to be misconstrued as you saying that that's what black people eat. There's no safe way around this minefield, right? There's also, is that supposed to be, like, insulting or something? I don't know. Like, I mean, fried chicken and watermelon are delicious. Yeah, I mean, if Dave you're Dave Chappelle make has a whole bit about how he's, like... 
It's like fried chicken and watermelon is delicious. If you don't like that, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you know who you should make fun of people for? The British. They eat dumb food. Their food is terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> and they conquered the world. It's terrible. <laughs> also, Juneteenth has nothing to do with chicken this and is, watermelon. This is Juneteenth what... is Texas, where it was eight years later. Like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, slaves, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we actually you should have been freed like a long <laughs> we a long have been free ago. for some time now um <laughs> so back back in the 1800s texas was only eight years behind the curb but now they're like 80 years behind the curb which is fantastic yeah so anyway uh this year there's been more places that have been doing like juneteenth food specials like Bro! trying to capitalize on now this is something since you're in the mattress industry, you know all about this. Trying to capitalize on state holidays. And now it's a federal holiday. It's a fir- I think it was the first or second year Juneteenth has been a federal holiday. Yeah, it's a federal holiday. They just made Juneteenth a federal holiday last year, I believe, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some businesses are always going to want to capitalize on federal holidays. But <laughs> Juneteenth is such a touchy subject that let's just – can we just have a, a nice, wholesome observance of Juneteenth? No. Take the day off. And reflect. Nope. Don't make food specials. Nope. Don't <laughs> nope. don't encourage any nope. buying of anything in particular. Come just, on down to the lumbar yard just, where all the mattresses are three fifths off. Oh, oh my god! Everybody gets a free pair of cotton sheets. Oh lordy! Yeah, we gotta stop doing that. Although the good news is that on the current rate that we're making federal holidays, we'll whip the competition with, within a hundred. Oh, bro! Down at our Juneteenth extravaganza, <laughs> with, within a hundred years at the rate that we we're getting federal holidays, <laughs> the, it'll be perfect. We'll have like two hundred and sixty federal holidays. Well, that's what happened to the Jewish calendar because the Jews have been around for like five thousand years. Yeah. So I mean, they've got a lot of holidays. That's yeah, why. That's why, like, Hanukkah was never a big, like, Jewish holiday, but they wanted something around Christmas time to kind of celebrate. So they're like, okay, let's just go to the gigantic list of Jewish holidays and pick something around that time so that we can capitalize on the holiday season as well. And that's what they did. Mm. Which, technically, that's the same thing that Christians did because, <laughs> as we Hold know— Hold on. You're telling me that Jesus Christ, who totally existed— He wasn't born in December Saturnalia? 25th. They, the Christians just took Saturnalia, and peop- and they're like, oh, people are celebrating Saturnalia? Well, now we're going to use this time to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, as long as Easter is totally related to Jesus Christ and not some sort of Sumerian moon god, I'll be very happy. <laughs> I'm sure it is some sort of Sumerian it it is. Yeah. It's Esther. It's a joke, Vincent Fody. Is it? Yeah, Esther. Yeah it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like the moon. Yeah, and I mean, like, what do bunnies have to do with Easter? I mean, everybody knows this by now. This is Bro. a tale as old as time, but it's it's all based on, like, pagan holidays for, like, the, the bunny and the egg are the pagan symbolisms of... Fertility? Of fertility that happened around spring. Jesus was a virgin, by the way. Loser. He died a virgin. That's pretty sad. The thirty-three-year-old yeah, virgin. Yeah, man. Let's make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get us in trouble. Today's show is underwritten in part by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Got a big project <laughs> to tackle. It's Hamill time. It's Jesus has all his action figures still in the package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lonely carpenter, and he fa- he falls in love with Mary Magdalene. Dude, Mary Magdalene is just laying in on thick the whole time she's like yeah i like wood too jesus can you show me your wood 
Yeah, can you hammer me, Jesus? Yeah? So you better cross your legs. Mm. Jesus is well hung. I heard her original name was oh Mary Magdum. He, he was hung yeah. like this. All right, we're on the radio. Okay, so... <laughs> Jesus does have, does have big penis energy, though. So if you're watching on Facebook... Thank you for No one's watching us on We're not even anything anymore Today's show is brought to us by Lil John's Maid Service They'll clean everything From, from the, the windows, windows To the walls Come to the show We got Chuck Stuff The Knowledge Buffalo We got so much stuff For spoiler alert And we have a monstrosity To talk about For Gluttony Club With all the dangers Going on in the world With everything going to hell It is amazing that Taco Bell Is revitalizing their menu And adding some new stuff to it Wait they're Arch- adding stuff? Arch- Cheez-Its are going to come to the, the crunchy stuffs. What? They're, adding, they're adding Cheez-Its to Taco Bell. I love Cheez-Its. You should. You're American. You're not American <sighs> if you don't love Cheez-Its. So I love, they don't, I don't think they make them anymore. They have like a, a generic hot sauce flavored Cheez-It. But back in the day, they used to have a specifically Tabasco flavored Cheez-It. So when I was younger, I bought the game Metal Gear Solid <laughs> okay. on PlayStation. And that same day. That game lets you smoke cigarettes and nap in, like, nap. You can nap. It also, it's, it, I think R. Kelly would like this game as well because there's a scene, there's a part of the game where you can get a wolf to pee on you and then it hides your scent and then you can sneak past wolves. So maybe R. Kelly was just peeing on girls so he could, like, they could, like, pass so they, through. So they could pass by R. Kelly undetected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like ants will know if other ants try to go on their things because of the way they smell. So anyway, I I bought Metal Gear Solid, and uh, I also bought a box of Tabasco-flavored Cheez-Its, and then I took them home, and I played Metal Gear Solid for like eight hours straight and, and ate, ate the entire the box of Tabasco-flavored Cheez-Its. And to this day, anytime I smell Tabasco-flavored Cheez-Its, I can't help but picture Metal Gear Solid in my mind. Mm. It's this permanent correlation that I that is very strong with me to this day. The mind is so wonderful, Vincent Fodi. Smell is a huge part of memory. That's mm. how we evolved. Yeah, is that nuts? Yeah. That's cool. More on that later for Gluttony Club. Um, do you want to take a break? Let's take a, a quick break. Let's hear from our friends uh, from overseas real quick. We got a lot of lovely other community stations around the world. Well, Biscuits and gravy is not just American, although we are the most American. Well, since we recently learned that Hollandaise uh, is most likely French in origin, why don't we hear from our friends at Wine and Cheese? Let's do it. Uh, those are uh, those are our friends out of France. Coming back to the show, we got Spoiler Alert. We got Gluttony <clears throat> Club. We got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo, and Plenty more on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Oh, bonjour. Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking? Well, if so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 for wine and cheese. Enjoy such segments as comedy cafe, culinary cabaret. And Chucky Doodle and Knowledge Poodle. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WFRG, the voice of cheese. Well, load out. You like cooking? How about comedy? How about cooking? Well, if so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 to Shrimp and the Bobby. You'll hear such segments as Comedy Billabong, Chanda Club, and Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Wallaby. So don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 
88.5 CROC, the voice. Bobby. Today's show is underwritten in part by Judge Reinhold's Reinholders. Tired of slippery fruit, Vincent Fody? Oh, of course. Never drop your watermelon again. Judge <laughs> Reinhold's Reinholders. I use it for cheese. Actually. Today's show is also brought to us by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with your dirt. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes apart by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars. Skarsgård, Skarsgård. And, of course, today's show wouldn't be possible without the largesse from Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough. Because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. So I guess we're not going to play any commercials. Who knows? <laughs> Coming up on the Maui Daily, we go to Uncle's Farm. Hi, I'm Betty White, who died a year ago. I'm Archangel Miller. Only you can prevent forest fires. Oh, man, I almost started a fire yesterday. On purpose or accidentally? Well, all right. So I was cleaning my house, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I hate cleaning. I hate doing I hate any, anything that you actually have to do anything. I hate with a passion. And I had to clean my house yesterday. We're like rearranging stuff. It's stupid. I hate it. So I pulled my car, my couch out and uh, found a lot of gecko poop. Found a couple dog toys, right? I also found some fireworks like behind my couch. Really? Like, yeah. Anything good? or just No, a... not really. I... Got some good fireworks. Ooh, more on that later. Oh, yeah, 4th of July is coming up. Let's blow some yeah, stuff up. Yeah, I got the extra legal kind. So it was around noon, and I thought to myself, well, this has been underneath my couch for I don't know how long. Let's see if it even works. So I walked outside, and there's too many cars in my parking lot. I'm like, well, I don't want to do it there. So I just pretty much lit it on fire and threw it outside my door, and I <laughs> threw it towards like the it's sidewalk a terrible idea and it bounced from the sidewalk onto uh the really dry grass yeah i've seen you throw <laughs> next to it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then the firework goes off like upside down and then it lit like my lawn on fire <laughs> really yeah. wow so i have a i have a big like aloe plant outside in front of my door so i just had to list lift up the whole like pot and, like, stomp it up and down on the grass. <laughs> I was uh, grilling a ribeye the other day, and uh, it was so fatty that the fat actually caught on fire. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. Mm. And so then, like, uh, I had to pull – this whole steak was, like, engulfed in flames. So I had to, like, take the steak off, and a piece of the, the molten, like, inflamed fat dripped onto the ground, so I had to stomp it out. <laughs> Grill <laughs> steak casualties. I was lifeguarding at a public park. Got a good char on it, though. A really nice char. They installed, like, the cast iron public use grills and then immediately got vandalized, right? Of course. So the picnic tables were made of, like, recycled children and tires, as the government does. And so people put these grills directly on the plastic picnic tables. Oh, that's a bad idea. And then I, we watched this family. So I'm like a teenager. I'm a lifeguard. And uh, so we're just like smoking blunt on the hill watching this family cook. And they couldn't get their charcoal started, you know. So they went to their car. And who, A, who keeps extra gas, like a gas tank in their car? Why would you do that? And then B. I think it's technically against the law. They poured. From, like, the red two-gallon decine onto the charcoal, onto the table that they were going to cook their dinner on, and then lit it. So then, in a very short amount of time, the table caught on fire and started melting. And when plastic melts, it melts and then catches on fire. So we have stalactites and stalagmites of fire, and they're just getting together, getting together. 
the family is still like prepping for their burgers and hot dogs and stuff. Fun fact, stalactites are the ones that are on the ceiling. Stalagmites are the ones on the bottom. Yes, because they're holding on tight, holding baby. Holding on tight. Yeah! It's a fun mnemonic device to remember mm-hmm. the difference between stalactites and stalagmites. Fun mnemonic devices here. If the stalagmites get show. big enough, they might reach the ceiling. Oh, I like it. Go. So be careful grilling, although they do say that Thanksgiving is the number one day where people catch something on fire. It's because they are frying, usually deep frying turkeys. Yeah, deep frying turkeys is like a death trap. And they don't, you don't Just defrost don't do your turkey. No one defrosts their turkeys enough. Yeah, and a lot of times people, if there's still like ice or water on your turkey and then you put that in the fryer that water interacts with any type of deep fryer and uh take it from me i used to work at a place where we had to fry chicken wings that were like sitting in ice water and uh, that water that cold water when it interacts with a deep fryer is splatters everywhere it's huge dangerous you got to become a very ugly person and no one wants to talk to you and then that. one time i i dropped a uh, try uh, a fry bin that was filled with ice as a joke into the fryer ha <laughs> on you it it was a very very bad time so be careful it seems like holidays are like when people like you know burn their houses down the most yeah be careful christmas time would be the time you burn your house the most because you bring that dumb pine tree inside and 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 put put electric lights all over yeah yeah who would have thought fourth of july it's when people blow most limbs off i think yeah you gotta be careful i gotta be careful because i got some big old fireworks i'm gonna set off on fourth of july Also, how did fourth of july change from america day to like ptsd for dog day and well any firework holiday is ptsd for dogs day yeah That's why dogs hate new year's too mm. just dope them up that's Get your dog some quaaludes do they or whatever. Hate New Year's dope them seven up. times as much as I do. Hey, yeah, I guess they all do. right. Let's do some Gluttony Club. Oh my God, so much food. Watching stuff on TV, porn conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. All right. So this week for Gluttony Club, I made some grilled cheese roll-ups, which is basically you take a piece of bread, you take a piece of cheese, you put the cheese on the bread, and instead of making a little sandwich with two pieces of bread. You take the bread and the cheese and you like flatten it down and then you mm. roll it up like a fruit mm. roll up, right? Then you just take that whole little roll up, you roll it up into a tube, put it in the pan with a little bit of butter, and then you just kind of grill it until it gets nice and brown on the outside. The cheese melts. It holds its form. You know, you want to kind of press it down so it holds its form. And then you got these little like grilled cheese bars that you can dip into like a little tomato sauce, dipping sauce. So good. Grilled cheese and tomato soup go together. Hand grilled cheese and tomato soup is like the best. Mm. Just don't put your tomato on the grilled cheese or else you might get in trouble on the internet for uh, calling it a grilled cheese. I did but an inside if out like, grilled cheese if, recently. I'm a big fan of grilled cheese. So if you're looking for a nice little twist on grilled cheese, the grilled cheese roll up, really fun and quite delicious way to do little grilled cheese snacks. I got the Costco bladder of shredded cheese where you get two gallons of shredded cheese. Is the cheese on the outside of the bread? So I made a grilled cheese and then I had extra cheese. So I put, I took the grilled cheese off. My pan was still pretty hot. So I just put a big handful of cheese on my pan and it melted. Right. And then I put the grilled cheese back on top of it, took it off as it got really greasy. Right. Right. Then I put more cheese down, let that melt. Put the other one on it, so I had a grilled cheese that was covered in fried cheese. And does the cheese get crispy? Yeah, dog. So it's almost like those like cheese crisps that you get. Kind of, but greasier. And those are the bread. Definitely And greasier. then the bread is the meat. Ooh. 
It's like, yeah, it is kind of a reverse grilled mm. cheese, isn't it? You know what mm. type of sandwich I made recently? I made a little sandwich called the Liz Lemon. What's that? So if you're a 30, Wait, 30 Rock, Rock? Fan, this is the second time that I'm mentioning 30 Rock during the show. But if you're a 30 Rock fan, uh, you may remember that Liz Lemon made a joke about there being a sandwich named after her. And it was turkey, pastrami, Swiss, potato chips, coleslaw, and Russian dressing. Oh, so I went to the store and I got all the ingredients. And Did I you made find myself. Russian dressing easily in the store? Vincent I don't Brody? even think they sell Russian dressing anymore. Communist. We talked about this last week on the show. I think Russian dressing got canceled. <sighs> so I don't know if they stopped making Russian dressing a while ago, and I'm just realizing it now, or if Russian dressing just recently got canceled. I mean, it's pretty much like French or Thousand Island, right? It's very it similar like to Thousand Island. Ketchup and mayo, and like except a I or think something? there's more like egg in Russian dressing or something like that. Hmm. Or there's more egg in Thousand Island, one or the other. They're very similar, though. So in a pinch, you can use Thousand Island. But it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. That Once again, it was turkey, pastrami, Swiss, potato chips, coleslaw, and Russian dressing. If you have the means, highly recommend it. <laughs> it is so choice. And I washed it down with a nitro Pepsi. Have you had any of those nitro Pepsis yet? No, surprisingly, no. I got to say, first of all, I'm, I'm not a Pepsi fan. I'm a Coke guy. Because you have money. Right. <laughs> and I'm an adult. Uh, but then also, with see, when I'm drinking a soda, I really like that carbonation kind of mouthfeel. That's why you drink the sodas. That's, no one wants flat sodas. Yeah, and so like to something that's not usually carbonated, like those um, those iced coffees, and then they add the nitro to it, it adds like a nice blend of like creaminess. creaminess. Mm. Yeah, which makes like a, a, a nitro coffee really good. But I think uh, having the nitro... Guinness is it, nitrogenated. I like creamy coffee. Creamy yeah. Co- and they make a coffee beer too. Which DJ Tony Two Tokes won't let me have before I come on the radio show. Uh, the only thing is, yeah, I think uh, when they replace the CO two with the nitrous in a soda context, I feel like it's actually detracting from it. Hmm. So you can try it. Has I, I Pepsi do, gone too far? We're asking the big questions here on the Biscuit. I do recommend show. trying it, but I do also think that um, I'm a fan of just regular soda. Should we talk about Chick Fil A? Before we get into Chick-fil-A, you mentioned putting potato chips inside sandwiches. Yeah. Not enough places do that. They make you do the work for it, right? But Taco Bell knows their target demographic, right? Are they putting Cheez-Its They're on putting the- Cheez-Its in it, man. <laughs> they got a large – and they, it's not just regular Cheez-Its. They're making actual like large, like CD-sized Cheez-Its and putting it into tostadas. Oh, they're making big Cheez-Its? Big Cheez-Its, bro. Wow. All right, so if you've been driving around Kahului recently, you may have seen that they put up the sign for the Chick-fil-A that's coming up. Yeah. And uh, people were wondering... Just in time for Pride Month. Is it? Yeah. The people were wondering, is it ethically sound to eat Chick-fil-A because they hate gay people so much? Mm. And if you're an LGBTQ supporter, you're probably not a big fan of the Chick-fil-A people, um, but their food is really good. So uh, I decided to do a little research. I don't know if you remember there was this thing going around on Facebook where they were talking about how Chick-fil-A gave money to support a bill in Uganda that was going to make homosexuality an offense punishable by death. That seems completely appropriate. Um, which I <laughs> So there was this article on Facebook going around about that. So I was like... Is that true, though? That seems crazy. Let me do a little bit of research. And uh, I looked it up. And uh, according to Snopes, 
it's only partly true, which is which is worrying. So instead of Uganda, it's like, like Georgia. <laughs> like I don't know. Instead of Uganda, it's North Carolina. Because something like that, when you read something crazy, evil like that, you want it to be completely false, right? You don't want it to be partially false. Mm. So it turns it turns out that they gave money to a charity, and this charity was spreading money around in Uganda to advocate against LGBTQ rights. And there was a politician who said that he wanted to make homosexuality punishable by death, but then he ended up not enacting that legislation. So it seems like... So Chick-fil-A stopped supporting him? (laughs) (laughs) So it just seems like... um, Chick-fil-A didn't explicitly fund a bill to make homosexuality punishable by death in Uganda, but they were on they are on the same side as people who want homosexuality to be a capital offense. Hmm. So all in all, I mean, Chick-fil-A, their sandwiches are pretty good. Tony, you ever had Chick-fil-A? No. So Chick-fil-A their sandwiches are really good. Their drive-thru's you take a have, long time. You ever have dude filet? <laughs> but they they do have waffle fries. Mm. Waffle fries are always good. Uh, Tony, yeah, that Tony's dog. in the studio with us. DJ Tony in the studio. He's on line four. Oh, today, Hi. baby. Hi. Hi, how are you? Are you here so to talk good. to us about Chick-fil-A? This is studio engineer and radio personality never DJ had... Tony Tutokes on the ones and twos. I have never had Chick-fil-A. I can't wait for them to open up. I, I heard good things about their waffle fries. Jollibee's better. Uh, Jollibee's I mean, sandwich as, is better. As much as I like Chick-fil-A, Jollibee is better, and their uh, their chicken sandwich is yeah. better than Chick-fil-A's sandwich. And their polabuck. Palabuck! Palabuck! You know it. Do I love I love Jolly Bee's Palabuck though? Yeah, no, I it's had so that good. dinner last week. And their sweet spaghetti, their yum burgers. Not, not for me. They're, dude, I like their yum burgers better than most of the burgers on this island. Mm. I don't know what they do to those burgers. They're like putting MSG in them or something. It's so good. I mean, I'm, I'm down for MSG. <laughs> you know me. It's an MSG burger. I think it's a sweet soy sauce mixed in with their mayonnaise. Yeah, oh, something. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but Yum Burger, it does live up to its name. It is yum. We had uh, really good fried chicken last night. We went to the west side. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Pacifico. And we went to Pacifico Farms. Ooh, and we got expensive, bougie fried chicken, and it was delicious. And so... Uh, a couple years ago, we went to a place called OO Farms where you go to the farm and then you do this little walkthrough and they let you pick all your own veggies and then you take it back and they make it into a little salad for you and get to eat all the fresh veggies that you Did just you know picked that you right out of the ground. Flowers? It's literally it's not a euphemism. It's literally farm to table. Like you actually go yeah. pick it and then eat the stuff that you just picked. So they opened up a restaurant in Front Street on Front in Street. beautiful Lahaina town. And you said that they also have Feast of Lele also, mm-hmm. right? So they have Feast of Lele and then right next to that is Pacifico and we went to go eat at Pacifico and so we got as appetizers we got a beet and goat cheese salad which is a, a main staple need some roughage of course anytime I go out to a restaurant Beats I always get the also beet help, and goat you cheese know, salad your, mm. and then uh, yeah you know that Tony uh, no. like oysters beet? oh dude they an aphrodisiac Nothing. oh bro beets mm. About a, I can't uh, be a stomach sleeper if I've had too many beets. Got to beat your meat. Two weeks ago, I went to Paia and I had uh, I went to Milagros. Oh yeah, really Ooh, good stuff. Milagros. I had the enchilada. There's really good text mix. Mm-hmm. So we got the beet and goat cheese salad. We also got a pate covered like bruschetta. Do you ever eat pate? I I guess uh, something like it. I mean, Filipinos eat anything. So it's it was funny. Like a, so it was like a if, Filip- if Filipinos eat it, it is. And I've seen this with a lot of love. It's funny though. It's considered like peasant food, 
But then if it's a French, it's the same thing. Like yeah. you're eating, we you eat yeah. gizzards and stuff, yeah. And so it was called a hen moose. I, did too. I don't know why. I don't know what it was made out of. Why it was called a hen moose? But it was. <laughs> it was eighteen dollars for three crackers. It, it was, was worth it. It was pretty dang delicious, and it had caper berries on it, which I don't care for. You hate caper berries, and I love them. Caper berry is. If you've never had a caper berry, it's very similar to like an olive that's filled with dog food. F you, bro. I like dog food. That's what that's what a caper berry is, pretty much. Uh, So then we got that, and then as our third appetizer, we got an entree sized. That's the Chuck Sauce special, guys. For those of you just tuning in the Biscuits and Gravy Show, I love ordering an entire entree as my appetizer. Um, I'm more concerned about your gravy level. So we got we got a, an entree as a third appetizer, and it was uh, like a spicy honey, like a chili honey drizzled chicken and malasadas with with papaya slaw. With papaya slaw, and that was unbelievable. It was very filling. It was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Because I I asked the waitress like, "Is this okay to split?" And she's like, "Well, it is an entire chicken." So we're yeah. like, yeah, all right, totally. We're like, okay, that'll be a good portion. And then <laughs> I got the short ribs, which were really great. And you got a mahi a mahi lobster Wellington, which was mahi mahi and lobster meat wrapped up with a mushroom with, dog cell and, and cheese, borsin cheese, yeah. homemade borsin cheese. And of course, it was done Wellington style, which means it was instead of prosciutto, they had one small amount of Swiss chard in it, yeah, and then wrapped in a delicious, like almost like a sweet pastry. Kind yeah, it's of. a it's a um, puff pastry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, your traditional Wellington is wrapped in a puff pastry and then cooked all together. And I got to take a bite of it. It was so juicy, bro! Unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, it must have been an explosion in your mouth. Mm. And then explosions later. My shirt is still dirty, actually, from that yeah. night. Yeah, and those malasadas were really good. They weren't big like the malasadas you get other places. They were kind of like, mm. they were kind of like the yeah, size Tony, of a fifty cent our, piece. Our fried chicken came with malasadas, and I said to Vince, "These malasadas aren't really like malasadas. They're more like fried dough." Yeah. His response was, "That is what a malasada is, but fried dough." It was like pizza dough almost, or yeah. that they fried, not donut dough. But it wasn't it wasn't hard the way like a pizza dough crust would be if it was fried. Mine was, it was, was a little chewier. It, was on the it wasn't like side. a donut whole whole texture. Yeah. Stony. Well, I mean that's what a malasada What's is. What's a malasada? It is a donut. The only malasada that I know on island that uh, is like legitimately a, a malasada is the homemade bakery. Malasada. Homemade bakery, baby. Mm. And they're all they're big. Also they're zippies. Big thicker, so they're big, bigger and thicker. So the, I like them big and thick, bro. Yeah, Hashtag those are big. Summer. Yeah, the ones yeah. at Pacifico were only like the size of a quarter. Or smaller, yeah, but and there's only three of them. There could have been mm. more, but I'm not like complaining because dumb. I was definitely too full I to was eat my full short rib. Three hours later, and I was trying to do stand up comedy. Oh yeah, because then we went to open mic afterwards, and I was like, so I had to go home and drink an espresso because I was in like a food coma, <laughs> and I, and then I was like full until pretty much until I got home at midnight after open mic. I was full for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check out the uh, cheese tostada at Taco Bell. Check out the Uganda anti-gay chicken sandwich. If you're if you support Ugandan rights, don't eat at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I almost feel like I when Chick Fil A opens up, I might like go and get a sandwich, but then also stand outside and protest them a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I fully support. All the uh, all of our LGBTQ friends on the island. So I think it'd be fun to actually do something where you're standing up for some, uh, other people's rights that aren't inherently your own. We could dress up and walk in there together. Yeah, <laughs> we could Rainbows. do that. Um, Chick Fil A, 
take a lesson from uh, In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger, yeah. also a Christian company, but they don't give money to any charities. They don't they don't force their views on people. They keep it to themselves, and that's the way it's got to be in today's modern society. Believe whatever you want, keep it to yourself. Yeah. We're looking at you, Supreme Court. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Macaulay Culkin's Caulk Guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. Uh, well, we got to really plow through. Spoiler alert. So you have like a minute to do that. Um, <laughs> I've got two to three minutes, right. Chuck. Spoiler don't, don't alert. Don't get it twisted. Obi-Wan. Weak sauce, man. No, kinda... Obi-Wan was great. I thought it was what? weak. I thought it was weak. I liked I, Obi-Wan. I the, the lightsaber battle at the end had low stakes because we knew that neither Obi-Wan nor Darth Vader was going to die. So it was kind of a pointless thing. But the whole purpose of the show wasn't to do plot work because we already know what's going to happen. The point of Obi-Wan was to do character building. And I think that they did a really good job of that. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed all of Obi-Wan. And I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I'll take any well-done content, especially with Ewan McGregor. Come on. And Hayden Christensen, they brought him back. Yeah. For like Good eight time. seconds. He just, wait, that thing was weak, dude. No, it wasn't. And he still looked 17. I mean, they without did. a purpose of direction. And they did, the, they did this cool thing where it was like the voice changer, and they had like the voice modulator was yeah. broken. And it was partially Hayden Christensen's voice and partially the Darth Vader voice. I loved Obi-Wan. I was a big fan. I'll, I'm going to die on that hill. Also, uh, you should. the Wire at 20 <laughs> podcast, if you're a Wire fan, listen to the Wire at 20 podcast. It's available on all streaming platforms, if, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a big Wire fan like myself, uh, it's, it gives a lot of really good That's background like information. That's album, right? Birds on a Wire. Birds on a Wire <laughs> at 20. Mr. Jones! Also, uh, we said, last week we were talking about what we do in the shadows coming back. What we do oh. in the shadows, season four is premiering July 12th. Oh, that's that's quick. That's yeah, coming up. so it's coming out July twelfth. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the day it only murders in the building season two with friend of the show Selena Gomez is coming go. back. Which tonight. I I have heard that the first yeah. season was not that good. I know you're a fan of the show. I liked it, but we we have some differences on Obi Wan. Uh, and then the hey, day before what we do in the shadows season four comes out, Better Call Saul is returning for the Saul. second half of the series finale, uh, July eleventh. July 11th uh, is going to be the first episode of the second half of the last season of Better Call Saul. So there's only like a couple episodes of that left. Also, speaking about season finales, Stranger Things is going to have a two-episode season finale for season four. That comes out July 1st, so that's just a couple days away. And they also got picked up for their fifth and final season, so we can look forward to that. If you have Amazon Prime, you should be watching The Boys. The most recent episode was called Herogasm, and it's about <laughs> once a year, all the superheroes get together, and they have a giant orgy, and they Sweet. they pleasure oh, nice. each other using their uh, superhero powers. Nice. So it's uh, a little racy My favorite TV. orgy scene uh, ever, <laughs> though, is probably the Sense8 orgy scene. Oh, yeah, where they're all like... Uh, that show did not get picked up for anything else, though. It left you on a, kind of like a cliffhanger. Yeah, they're all like projecting into each other mm. where they where they're at. Yeah, what's so that one, called? Like uh, psychic projection. Yeah, like one guy's working out and two people are in the hot tub they're together. All, and 
I like yeah, the, or very progressive Wachowski sibling show. Check it out. Sense eight. Uh, also, if you're a Westworld fan, season four of Westworld Never premiered. Been. It's been two years since we got a new season of Westworld, so definitely make sure you watch your recap videos for Westworld. Uh, yeah. Also, Peaky Blinders season six just came out. How is that still a show? It's also been Peaky Blinders is actually really good. Yeah, and but the name each, awesome. each season is only six episodes because it's a BBC show, Damn. so it's really easy to get so caught up on. And that's another show that was also. So two years in between. So it's very Any highly nudity? anticipated. Uh, th- there's some nudity in there. Wow. Peaky right. Blinders is pretty good. Yeah, also, I they're called the Peaky nudity. Blinders because they hide a razor blade in their little Jeff cap. And uh, then when somebody uh, when somebody accosts them, they take off their hat and they slice people in the face. Yeah. Oh. And they blind them with their little razor blade hidden yeah. hats. Oh. So that's the etymology. Right. Oh, and if you have Amazon... Or if you have a uh, Paramount Plus, which no one has which, Paramount Plus, which Stupid. nobody has, check out the new Beavis and Butthead movie called Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Aww. I just watched it yesterday. It's actually really good. What's the new oh, South Park right. movie about? The new South Park one's called The Streaming Wars, oh. and, and it's basically a, a meta commentary on streaming platforms. Mm. But Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe actually really good. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I did. Studio engineer extraordinaire, DJ Tony Two Tokes. You have one show to spoil. What was it? Uh oh. Uh hmm. I, nothing. Oh, okay. All right. It's time for Chuck stuff and Al Buffalo. <laughs> Our first question comes from Jennifer in Tacoma, Washington. Jennifer wants to know what famous comedian accidentally set himself on fire in 1980. Who is Richard Pryor? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, they say that he f- set himself on fire freebasing crack cocaine, but it turns out that he actually... Grilling a ribeye. He covered himself <laughs> in rum and set himself on fire by accident during a drug-induced psychosis. Oh, wow. Our second question comes from William in Madison, oh, Wisconsin. If you're that rich and famous, why are you drinking rum? William in Madison, Wisconsin wants to know, <laughs> how many zeros are in the number one billion? Uh, nine? Nine is correct. And our third question is always a sports question because sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Mike in Las Vegas, California, or Las Vegas, Nevada wants to know, who won the Stanley Cup? Uh, who's the avalanche? Yeah, he got oh, it. He got three out of three. Wow. I am the smartest man alive. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Obi-Wan was weak sauce, bro. No, it wasn't. It was weak. <laughs> Uh, don't forget that you can check out all of our past episodes on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Patreon, Biscuits and Gravy 808. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> we'll see you next week. Same gravy place, same gravy time. Thank you, Tony. Toodles.